2018, I created a writing school, picked up 10 clients where we ghostwritten books. 2019, um, I ended up recognizing the need to rebrand myself. So I went to one of my friend's uh, locations in Miami. We spent two days, came up with a new brand, and that was Global Credibility Expert. And two months after that, I had sort of a Napoleon Hill moment. I woke up one morning, I thought, Napoleon Hill, 500 millionaires, think and grow rich. If Mitchell Levy interviewed 500 thought leaders on credibility, I'd have a book. So I did that between 2019 and 2020. And I got the book. So I have a book, it's called Credibility Nation. I ended up doing a second TED Talk on credibility. I now have a membership community called Credibility Nation. And, and Sherry, probably most relevant, I now have a life mission. And so what I found in, in my interviews is that the majority of people who walk in the room are not credible. Uh, they have some components of credibility, but they also have a large number of components of, and I call the opposite of credible dubious. They have a large number of components of, of dubiousness, and a lot of it is not something they do on purpose. It's just how they were taught, because how they were taught works, so they continue doing it. And so my, my, uh, my focus, first I've redefined what credibility is, so to get the dictionary definition updated, and then to bring people along for a ride, to understand what is credible, to hang around with people who are credible, and to, to live a life where, and this is what the TED Talk is, the TED Talk's called, We Are Losing Our Humanity, and I'm tired of sitting around and watching it. Interesting. Can you uh, explain what a, con a credibility thought leader is to my audience? You know, so it's, uh, I, my title is Global Credibility Expert. And what that means is if I, I actually looked at the definition of credibility in the dictionary and it's, it's only one third accurate. And so I've redefined that definition. You could see that uh, in my book, in the TED Talk. Um, uh, online, I've actually updated the definition. So, so now it's to get the uh, dictionaries to update it. And, and to come up with a framework of what is credibility and how we can, how we can live more credibly. And so as a, as a credibility expert, it's, it's easy for me now when I talk to somebody. Let me give you a couple of stats. So th this is what came out of the interviews. 2% of people had no integrity. They, they signed up to do the interview. They did not show up and they did not say why before or after. That, that's, that's a little crazy for me. Now here's a little bit crazier. 4% of the people who I actually did interview came after the hour for a live show. Right? Did, uh, so if you're listening, your audience is listening to this. 4% of the people I talked to came after the hour for a live show. So, so imagine you're being interviewed by the global credibility expert on your credibility and you think it's credible to come after the hour for a live show. Yeah, I've dealt with that too. I know, crazy, right? Yeah. And, and by the way, as a host, well, I'll give you something else as a host. Overall, 23% of people came late to their interview. Now, I defined late for a live show. I defined late as coming within three minutes. 
Because if you're doing a live show on Blog Rock Radio, your time is your, your start time to your start time. And if somebody comes after the three minute spot, you know, as a host, you're starting to panic, right? You're like, well, oh, how, yeah. how do I fill in the gap? Yeah. Right? So let me give you two more stats and then we'll, we can talk about any of those. Okay. The, the interesting part is I would get people into the green room, we would talk, and we would help each other. Um, essentially, I'd help people calm down, relax, feel like that, that, that they understand that my job is to help them shine. And once I got to know somebody, once I got to actually know, like, and trust somebody, after the interview, I'd go back and I'd look at how they showed up in their asynchronous presence. When you talk to somebody live, it's synchronously. When you actually listen to them and you're not, and you're not live, or you look at their website, you look at their, their social media, that's their asynchronous presence. So when I get to know somebody, and from a synchronous perspective, I got to really know, like, and trust them. When I looked at their asynchronous presence, 80% of those people I really liked synchronously had a horrible asynchronous presence. Now, by horrible, I didn't mean it looked bad. I simply meant that they don't represent who they are. They don't show up the way they're supposed to show up. And so, so many people don't spend enough energy focusing on, and I'll, I'll give you the fifth stat, and this is the one that's most relevant. 98% of the people I interviewed. Now, I interviewed 500 people for the TED Talk and 500 people for the, for the book, Credibility Nation. I now have interviewed over 600, and the numbers still hold. 98% of the people I interview cannot articulate who they serve and the pain point they serve in 10 words or less without clarity. In essence, I say 98% of people cannot articulate their purpose. Hmm. That's interesting. It, it also I, makes sense because, uh, because I've interviewed people for a long time and I, I can see that. I, yeah, because I, you know, you've been doing this for a while, too. And the thing is, when you give somebody an hour, by the end of the hour, you sort of get a feeling of who they are and what they do. But in today's world where there's so many people out there, there's so much competition from around the world because of your camera, because of your microphone. How do you capture somebody's attention in the first five seconds? Well, if you can articulate your purpose in a way that captures their attention, either for them directly or somebody in their network, that's how you do it. And essentially, if you say 98% of people don't today, uh, most people just can't can't capture somebody's attention in the first three to five seconds. Well, I don't know. First three to five seconds is me, so I don't really consider that. People usually don't tune in for me. They tune in for my guests, so it would be in the three to five seconds for me. <laughs> well, it's not the first three to five seconds of the interview, but when somebody first starts talking, and specifically when they're asked the question, what do you do or who do you serve or where do you focus? So for me, my, my, I call it a CPOP, your customer point of pain. And those that I that I address, those that I focus on, are businesses that feel invisible. Hmm. Um, like, what would the criteria be for feeling invisible? Now, see, that's the right question. So, by saying my CPOP, you now have come up with a question. 
right? The question in your case, it's it's give me criteria for what's invisible. Uh, it could be tell me more. What do you mean? What is invisible? There's so many reasons why people can be invisible. So what are the criteria? Uh, they don't have enough clients. They're feeling like their audience doesn't know them. They're feeling like they're not known around the world. The truth is, now let's let me tie two things together. If you cannot articulate your purpose in life, if you cannot state who you serve and the pain point you serve, by definition, you're gonna be invisible because you haven't shared who you are publicly. And so it can be either they, it's the 80% who are great when you actually talk to them, but they don't show up well online. So if you have a horrible asynchronous presence, by definition, you should be invisible. Because when people come to see you, they're not really seeing you, they're seeing some representation that some marketing person put in place, which isn't really you. When you talk to somebody and you cannot, cannot articulate your purpose, you know, you're invisible if you're not actually shame and sharing who you are and who you serve. And then, of course, the people with, they're feeling like their network is too small or they haven't been able to grow based on how other people have grown. And the short answer is you don't need to do what other people do. You need to be able to surround yourself with the community of people you could serve and then have that community recognize you and you add value. And that community doesn't have to be a super large group on any social media network. It just has to be the right community for you. And so when people are approaching the world in a way in which the, the expectations are to keep up with the Joneses, you know, and to do, hey, my friend has a TikTok channel and they've got two million followers and I want to do that, that may not be the right thing for you based on who you want to serve. That makes sense. Also, just because they're on TikTok doesn't mean that's the audience that you want. <laughs> that's that's a beautiful question. If if every one of your prospects lives on LinkedIn, I doesn't really matter how big of a TikTok channel you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean LinkedIn is a business thing, and if yours is a business and you want to connect with other business people, that's where to go. Exactly. Yeah, I understand that. It's just, it's like, um, TikTok is like a very popular place, and I have been noticing that sort of older people that I wouldn't expect to go to it have been going to it, but it's it's just, it's because it's popular. Um. <laughs> so, so I'd say, it, you asked the right question, and here's what something to think about. Before you know who you, before you know where you should play, right? What what platform? What audience do you go after? Like the first question is is who do you serve? Like what is your what is the pain point? Like who is the audience you serve and what is the pain point you serve? And once you are able to articulate that, I, once again, I, I call that a CPOP. It's your customer point of pain. Now you might some people don't like saying customer point of pain. Fine, call it customer point of pleasure, call it customer point of aspiration, whatever it is, um, could be credibility proposition. It doesn't matter what you call it, but it's in 10 words or less. Who do you serve and what's their pain point? Now, when you know who you serve, the next question is, where do they, where do they hang out? And where you wanna hang out is where they hang out. And you wanna be able to communicate them 
to them in the way they want to hear you in the place you hang out. Because otherwise, once again, as we talked about, if the example is is uh, TikTok or Clubhouse or Facebook or Instagram and your folks are on LinkedIn. Or there are so many people I know, the, the heart-centered life, life coaches, who they don't even have a LinkedIn profile or they have a crappy LinkedIn profile because they get all their clients from Facebook. They just want better clients. So it, the, the interesting part to think about is who do you serve and where do they hang out? And if you want better clients and your better clients are not hanging out on Facebook, well, then where do you, where should you hang out? <laughs> ah, where your clients hang out or where your prospects hang out. That makes sense. I mean, one of the reasons people spread out on uh, the Internet is because there's different aspects of what they're trying to reach out for. Um, I have a business side. I have an artistic side. I have my writing, I have, you know, there's a lot of different things. And also there's places I like to just play that has absolutely nothing to do with my business. But I don't really think of it as a category for focusing what I'm doing. So if, like, say, your person who's coming to you to help build their business and they're sort of scattered like that, and they're not really realizing it. How would you focus them to where they need to go? It's almost obvious. So step one is always to articulate your CPOP. It's always step one. And so, you know, you could, um, if, if you picked up my book, Credibility Nation, I actually have, the in the membership community, Credibility Nation, I've created a half-hour course for people to understand it. And, and so that half-hour course is something that is bundled in as part of Credibility Nation. Uh, so you could buy it separately for $47, or you could join Credibility Nation and, and then get that bundled in. And so step one is, what is your CPOP? And what often happens is it's almost, it's almost naturally, uh, it's a compass. It, it, it's almost obvious of where you should play out once you understand who you serve and what pain point you address. And uh, so then the, the question, what you mentioned is something different, right? What you mentioned is, is, who, is your, who is your content sponsor, right? So the, the question when I say that word, who's your content sponsor, what I'm thinking about is where is it that you're growing and learning and where is it are you sharing the content you want to share with the world? Now, for many people, if you can tie together your content sponsor with your CPOP so that there's, there's continuity, there's alignment, that you're actually growing and learning in the same place in which you're sharing and subsequently you're building your community from there. For many people, if you can do that, that's powerful. Uh, for some, there may be places where you may want to play which is different than where you want to hang out. But if you don't love what you do, in terms of your CPOP, if that is not your purpose, if that is not what makes you sing, it's time to find something else for you to do. That makes sense. But how do you focus on the correct thing? You know, it's so funny. It's, 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 it's in your heart. It, it really is in your heart. And, and how, do you, how do you focus it over time? 
the, the, the best way to think about it is who are your clients? Who are you serving today? And what are they asking for? And so if you have a, an interesting set of clients and they're asking for the stuff that you actually do and you're doing it well and you're getting compensated appropriately, that's great. If, if that's not happening, so the, you have to figure out, are you, are you doing the wrong things? Are you not doing what's fun? Are you doing what you're, do you have the wrong client base? I mean, there's so many different approaches to go about it. I'm, I'm more of the tuning fork for those people, because for those people I interviewed, I interviewed all thought leaders. I mean, so the numbers we're talking about are people who are uh, successful. They range from there were there were many solopreneurs to people running, you know, fifty to a hundred person companies. I had some people who were in uh, the Fortune, the Fortune two thousand, Fortune one thousand. Uh, not necessarily always the CEO, um, and so. You know, the universally, uh, what I did was statistically significant to apply to the general business population. So if the question is, how do you find what you're going to do? You know, I think I'll, I'll give you a couple step process. So sit back and think to yourself, what do you love doing? What what is what is that core thing for you that you love doing that if you can do this and get paid for that, that would be exciting. And let's say it's something different than what you're doing today. Uh, step two, find a person who actually knows, loves, and trusts you today. And go to them and say, listen, I want to try this new thing for business. And because I don't know, you know, I haven't done it uh, a lot before or I haven't done it in a way that I got paid, I want to do it for you and I want to do it for free. The only cost is I want a video testimonial when we're done. And so you go and you do the assignment, you do whatever it is, you do it for a period of time. Uh, you know, if you could define something that can be done in a shorter period of time, that'd be great. Short could be one or two weeks. Um, then you go to your second person. You go, listen, hey, here's a video testimonial of what I've done. I don't know exactly what to charge, so I'd like to encourage you to pay me what you think it's worth and pay me at least a dollar. And the only other cost is give me a video testimonial at the end. So now you've done it twice. Now, if they've paid you something that's really valuable enough, then now they've set your price. If they've given you a dollar, then you now go to the third person and say, hey, here are two video testimonials. This is what I charge for the service. What do you think? And, you know, it, it, so many people have taken that approach. It's quite straightforward. But ultimately what happens is you want to be able to do what you love doing, that's serving the audience you want to serve, and that that would be a step-by-step -step process to make that happen for you. Okay. Um, it's interesting because I, I never really thought of that because m most of the things that I have seen have been the example you gave, that people have testimonials and you have to decide whether or not it's worth it for you. Um, so the step-by-step -step process do you give examples of it, or is that something that they have to join to find out, or can you give me an idea? <laughs> oh, well, that, that's not – so for me, the my focus is not to – for me personally, 
there are many people in, in the Credibility Nation community and outside that help people with the life coaching and, and that sort of thing. When the folks that I'm talking with, I'm just fine-tuning who they are so they can actually they can actually understand their true purpose in life. Because it's so funny, most of the times their people are concerned about saying out loud what their purpose is. They're concerned with saying out loud who they are, how they feel, how they serve, because they're afraid somebody's not gonna like them. And the answer is, if somebody doesn't like you, that's, that's their issue, not yours. If somebody doesn't like what you say and that's what you do, they're not your prospect. They could still be your friend, they could still be a family member, but they're not your prospect. And so what you need to do is surround yourself with the type of people who want to hang around with who you are and what you serve. Um, in terms of C-Pops, uh, you know, in the book I actually have identified and have a list on my website of the 500 or so uh, C-Pops that people gave. The, the, uh, in the community, um, it's, the community is new. Right? It's only been around for, for a handful of months, so we don't have the type of engagement yet that I'd like. But in the community, that would be a perfect ask. You know, this is who I am, this is what I'm doing. What do you guys think? And let, and let other, other people who are on this credibility path, let other people actually comment and get feedback. Um, and so, you know, in, in, in terms of uh, if you're young and you're new, uh, find a couple of people you respect. Ask them, tell them what you, you know, hey, you're thinking about doing these three things or these four things and, and let them give you thoughts and ideas of what works and what doesn't work. I, the only thing I'd say, Sherry, is a lot of times people give you advice and the advice they give you is because they've seen it work either for them directly or for somebody they know directly. And the problem is, that was a piece of advice that had worked in the past. Life changes instantaneously every second. Also, what worked for somebody else may not be appropriate for you. And so, as opposed to, hey, go this route, this is the right way to go, for the types of folks I'm working with, it's go where your heart's bringing you. Okay. Um, okay, we're at the point where you might want to explain how they people can you know see your book, uh, find out more about you, all the good websites and all that stuff. <laughs> all the fun stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I'm fairly easy to reach. What I'd like to say is, go over to credibilitynation.com. So that's credibilitynation.com. Um, we do once a quarter. We do a five day challenge. Uh, that also is something that comes as part of Credibility Nation. When you first join, go to the CPOP course and take that and then post your CPOP on, on the website and share it with others to see what their thoughts are. You can connect to me directly, um, so you can instant, uh, instant message me within Credibility Nation. And Credibility Nation uh, is, is, once you get in, it's $10 a month. Um, so we're not talking a, a large dollar amount. I've been, it's been priced out at $97 a month, but I wanna keep it more, um, uh, I wanna keep it at a state where it's easier for people to go to. Um, and then, of course, if, uh, if you want to get time on my calendar, uh, you can either ask me through Credibility Nation or just go to MitchellLevy.com, and you can find time to uh, find my calendar and book time directly. 
And um, are you going to be doing any virtual events, or uh, do you have any kind of things like the TED Talk or anything that's coming up that you want people to know about? Well, you know, join Credibility Nation. We do a spotlight with a credibility expert once a month. Uh, once a quarter, uh, we do a five-day challenge. Five-day challenge is break through the noise to be seen and heard. And so it will, in five days, those people who take it, they are instantaneously, um, now, they have to work. We have to work on it. But what happens is they've, they've got so many action items, so many things to do, um, they pick the handful of things that help them be seen better. And so for me personally, listen, if, if you're listening to this and, and you want the book and you want to have it done for you, that's the high-end product is we will ghostwrite, publish, distribute. If you want to do it with a group of people, we do have a mastermind and we're taking the mastermind through both learning um, what their CPOP is and then deploying it and then, and for everyone else, coming to Credibility Nation is a great place to find out what other uh, credible experts are doing. You know, what are their virtual events? What are they doing? And for us, there's a continuous stream of things that we're doing from uh, monthly spotlights uh, through, and, and I have to tell you the power. I've done the, the five-day challenge. Uh, we've done it enough times to know the efficacy of that is phenomenal. Uh, because you could, everyone takes away what's relevant for them, and there's enough there for you to to figure out how you're going to set yourself on a different path. Okay. And what social media are you on? So if somebody wants to also get in touch with you that way. Oh, everywhere. Go to MitchellLevy.com, and then from there you can connect me on on everywhere possible. Um, my primary is LinkedIn, um, but I also spend time on on other platforms. Okay. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I don't play, yeah, I guess not everywhere. So the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter would be great places to start. Um, I've got a YouTube channel. Um, we, it's called uh, Credibility Nation. And we, uh, I answer as many credibility questions as I can once a week in 10 minutes. Um, and I've got three different podcasts. Um, so if you searched on Credibility Nation, you'll be able to find a number of things. Or once again, MitchellLevy.com is a will have a pointer to most of the things that uh, that we do. Okay. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time out to come on my show. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, Sherry. Oh, it's always fun to talk to you. Thank you, and thank you for chatting with Sherry. <laughs> Thank you.